Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You crazy? I'll be the one to take the risk and go and get the bands. I'll be the one to never sit and go and make a plan. Know my mother getting old and I don't got no time. Gotta keep a couple for the road, the rest get left behind. Yeah. To the hundreds, pledge allegiance, I stand. I'm going pull four in the fucking white sand. I give it all to this fucking mic stand. If it's been number four, then I know I can. I'm on the rise, I'm trying to keep a level head. She want my time, she begging me to give me need. Okay. Yo, what's the deal, y'all? Hope all is well. Welcome back to another episode. I'm Duke. I'm Omar. I'm Jalan, and this is another episode of the number one podcast in all of Los Angeles. Nice and neat. What's going on, fellas? What's the dilly? What's How y'all up, doing today? Man? Shit, I'm good. How are you, bro? Man, I like your energy right now. You actually. feel me? Don't trip. I'm really feeling your energy. Don't, don't trip. Don't trip, Ma- dog. Are you banging on me too? Don't trip. That's what's on your head. <laughs> don't trip. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know what? I think we're doing a check-in. What's up? I think we do a check-in. Um, just a little bit of background. I see Omar, you meditate every single morning. You know, if you follow him, you can see it on his story. You know, I know Duke, you recently tapped into meditation as well. And I just want to know how that's been going for you, Duke. You know, how's the meditation been going for you? You know, how's that? Have you seen um, just an increase in mindfulness and just being more present? Has that been helping you out? Where are you standing at with that right now? I think uh, meditation for me is an adjustment. I've had difficulty staying focused or thinking about nothing. I don't even know how, how you know, oh, am, am I right? You're mm-hmm. supposed to think about mm-hmm. nothing, right? So um, obviously just try to follow in old footsteps and then just do my own research and do my own diligence and try to figure out what meditation actually means for me and then what outcome am I looking for? Um, you know, those are things that I've been trying to do, but as far as the actual, you know, implementation of meditation, right. I find myself just drifting off sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm trying to just center my mind back to nothingness. Um, or am I supposed to, is it mindfulness, nothingness? I'm not sure, but I'm just practicing right now. All right. Honestly, I'm practicing right now. And what I will say is though, I feel a level of stillness in the mornings, mm. you know, um, you know, I feel a level of, uh, you know, just, just peace where I'm not just rushing through the day and trying to get to the next thing. And I'm actually able to be present with my thoughts mm-hmm. and actually be able to process things, you know? And I think that when I move a little slow and, and I take my time to do things, I'm, I pay more attention to what's going on and it's allowed me to, be uh, neater throughout the day, be more organized throughout the day, feel a little bit more relaxed and, and less anxiety because I have that. Um, you know, so so it's going well. It's going well. I started off trying to go 10 minutes, I believe. Yeah, I started off trying to go 10 minutes. Um, and straight out the gate. Straight out the gate. Straight out the gate. But you think, you think, like, I've heard about people meditating for 30, 40 minutes, right? You think that 10 minutes is the entry level. Right. But 10 minutes is even it's a lot advanced. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like even a minute could be entry level. So mm-hmm. 
So that's where I'm at, I'm, and I'm progressing, and it's going well. Uh, for me, it's going really well, too. Uh, there's something interesting that's happening um, mentally for me uh, in terms of um, being very present. Like I caught myself the other day. I was washing some dishes, and I just talking about being present, aware about what's going on, everything around me, how I'm feeling, everything. I literally felt, I was like, yo, why are you frowning? I'm, I'm like, I could feel like this, like this, uh, even if it wasn't frown, it was just like a, like a, just a very serious, intense, mm -hmm. like if someone looked at, if someone was looking at me, this is how I got to it too. Mm -hmm. I was like, pers I, I told myself perspective. What am I looking like right now? Mm -hmm. And if someone were looking at me, they would think that the dish killed me or killed somebody in my family, like how aggressive I'm looking. And I, I literally had a moment where I was like, yo, relax your face, man. And I'm like, there's not, you washing dishes. It's good. <laughs> what, you know what I mean? So in terms of mindfulness yeah. um, and my meditation practice, it's going really well. It's helping me stay extremely present throughout the day, even for the little things like what I just mentioned. Yeah. Um, and just like you said, bro, um, an enormous amount of peace in, um, to start my day, my mornings. Um, it, it lets me know it's a simple reminder daily to you know, just always respond, no, don't react. You know what I mean? Respond, don't react. And um, yeah, so it's going well. I, I would say though, <clears throat> uh, to you or anybody that like drifts, one way for me to kind of like, cause it's very easy to be sitting inside and then go off in on a thought that mm -hmm. you probably don't really want to focus on in that moment. For me, I just focus on my breathing. Mm. I come back to my breathing and every time I come back to my breathing, it brings me back to like the present moment. I got you. You know, so. I got a question for you guys. What's up? You know, as you talk about your meditation and just working on things to get better at, like you always want to get better. You want to be the best version of yourself. Mm -hmm. Makes me think about, obviously, you, you, you two live with your partners. We all live with our partners. And with you meditating now, this is something they see. You know, when you get up and you work out, that's something they see as well. And you kind of could create this character that almost kind of begins to look like a superhuman or a superhero. Mm -hmm. You know, and I want to ask you guys, and we'll start with you again first, Duke, because I know you can elaborate on this. Both of you guys are going to be able to elaborate on it. But do you feel like your partner views you as a superhero? I view myself as a superhero. I view myself as a superhero. I think um, it's just the way I carry myself and how I view myself and I just have extreme confidence and I feel like I could do amazing things that the average person can't do. I don't think I'm better than people, but that's my perspective. And I feel like I've kind of created that image for myself and I kind of set the standard for myself, for my woman, to then also look at me in that regard, right? So yeah, I feel like she looks at me as a superhero. I'm not perfect, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I have moments of weakness, right? But I feel like I'm a superhero. I feel like I'm definitely a superhero in my woman's eyes. But I also feel like because of, because of my newfound ability to be vulnerable, she knows that I'm human as well, because sometimes that cape has to come off. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I mean? And I think she strongly believes in me being a superhero when I absolutely need to be. Like she knows that like, oh, we'll save the day. But again, I think just through recent times of being vulnerable, she's understood even more than, more than ever that like, yeah, I am human too. And sometimes being a superhero is really fucking hard. I'm glad you said that. Um, I'm also really glad that you humanize all of the great things that you do and all of the hard work you do within your home. I asked you guys a question. Do your, does your partner view you as a superhero? Because myself, I've begun to recognize that wearing that cape sometimes is a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. For sure. So... In having that cape on, a lot of times, as superheroes do, you disregard how you feel in efforts to make sure other people and the other people around you, your partner, your home, everything is good before you're good. And I want to talk about that today. What's the phrase? Heavy is the head that wears the crown. Mm -hmm. That's a real thing. You know what I mean? You get championed as the king or the superhero and within the confines of your structure that you have. You got responsibilities. A lot, a lot. There's a lot of risk, there's a lot at stake. You know what I mean? And it gets real heavy at times. So yeah, let's get into it. Let's talk about that because I believe our, our, our audience needs to hear this. So this thought for me came from, and I, I mentioned it to you guys in passing, I didn't really dive into it. This thought for me came from we're getting our place together and um, we had my closet. I, I need, we, you know, when you live with your partner, there's not enough closet space for people who really like to dress and like have clothes no, and things sure. like that. That's not That's a out. thing. That's out, right? <laughs> so you got to improvise. Mm-hmm. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles? And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh, you have an entire room that's your closet. Mm-hmm. Duke, you guys have extra rooms that's your closets as well. Duke, you got clothes in your office. You got clothes throughout the house, right? I have a lot of clothes. I have a lot of shoes, and I had to make space for this. So in making space for it, we had to take a trip to the container store, mm-hmm. right? I had a budget that I wanted to spend at the container store, right? We doubled, we we tripled my budget of what I wanted to spend, <laughs> right? We tripled my budget of what I wanted to spend, but I know that was something that we needed to get done for the house. I know that was something that was going to make her feel more comfortable about just the progress of us moving into the house. But I knew that was something that wasn't going to make me feel good. But I put how I felt on the back burner because it was like, yo, let's save everything here first. Mm -hmm. Right. And one thing I recognized was like, you know what? I could bite the bullet on that. I'll bite the bullet on that. But this is where the issues arise. When you bite the bullet on one thing and the things that you didn't that you can't control start happening. So not only did we have to buy the equipment, which I'm three times over now. Right. You got to get somebody to install Install it. it. Cool. Another fee. So that's another fee, right? Mm. Then the equipment that I bought, it was 
a piece missing from what I already bought that I already felt like I paid too much for that I already had to hire somebody to come and fix that now I don't have this piece of equipment I got to send this guy home that I hired and call him back and then call him back which is another fee right so now I'm recognizing I have an attitude I am not as communicative. I'm quiet. I'm trying to figure out, okay, cool. So if I spent this, I want to, okay, cool. I got to do this. That was outside my budget. I didn't like how that felt, right? I'm going through all these processes in my head and I'm not communicating these processes with my partner. Mm -hmm. So now she's looking like, did I do something wrong? Is there something wrong? What's going on, Mm -hmm. right? Me, I'm not communicating these processes because I'm wearing this superhero cape of I took care of this. And because I took care of this, I got to take care of this now. And I didn't communicate from the jump like, hey, yo, this is three times outside of what I wanted to spend. You know, you say little stuff like I ain't trying to spend that today. Mm-hmm. Right. That's still not expressing true vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And I had to take a step back and realize that I wasn't vulnerable throughout this entire situation. Mm-hmm. So Mm -hmm. in not being vulnerable throughout this entire situation, I didn't even allow my partner a place to insert herself to show that she can help. I wanted to shoulder this entire load and in me shouldering the entire load, thinking I'm doing the best thing. I'm actually causing a rift between us because now she's not understanding of why is he acting like this? Why is he so quiet? I didn't do anything. I thought we had a great day by going to the container store and getting another step done and our move-in process. Mm -hmm. So it made me think, I said, you know, I'm not the only man that does these things. You know, I'm not the only man that shoulders these burdens. And I was like, I can't wait to talk about this with my Mm -hmm. brothers to see what situations you've got, you guys have had that were similar to that and how you guys overcame them. Do you feel like you had a little bit of resentment there? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I had resentment from First and foremost, spending outside of my budget, I didn't want to spend outside my budget, but I know it was something that we needed to get done for the house. And again, I knew it was something that was going to help move along the moving process, which was going to then help her feel good as well. So it was like, I could stomach this. Yeah, I would. And we already came here. We did the drive. We're already here because the container store is. What is it? 40 minutes from here mm-hmm. it's in uh west hollywood so mm-hmm. it's like yo our we already did this f it i'll bite the bullet let me go ahead and just grab this yeah and like you said there was a resentment there for so sure. right but in that i i wasn't even able to comprehend the resentment mm-hmm. it was something i had to why do i feel like this and i had to sit back and be super introspective on that and that that right there, I had to pull her aside and we had to talk about it. I had you, to apologize. You didn't tell her. Because right, I didn't so, tell her. So you, you I didn't her. tell her. I said, ah, man, yeah. I wasn't trying to spend this today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not enough. That's not enough. That's not enough. That's not extreme enough. Uh-uh. <laughs> That's not direct enough. No, it's not. It's not. And then, you know, it's so crazy. You say just that and be like, well, I told you. Right. Yeah, but you didn't, you didn't take the cape off. Nah. Mm. You got to take the cape off. At some point, you got to learn what to do that. At some point, like, yeah, if, if if you wanted, I think the better way to obviously to navigate through that situation is having been vulnerable, a.k.a. taking the cape off. If you don't take the cape off, everyone's going to expect you to save the day. Everyone. You You're look like a hero. You, you look like a hero. You came in here looking swole, looking good, your shoes shiny, your hair but, slicked back. 
But really though, really though, keep blowing in the wind and shit. You, you are right though. You are right. It's exactly uh, what a lot of men are going through. You're not the only one, and I think it's a unanimous, universal. It's just a thing that we have to deal with, right? But part of that is what makes us men. Part of that is what makes us men. It's the same reason you could be my teammate and I'll say, Jalon, suck it up, bro. We got we got work to do. It's the same thing. It's that same mentality. It was just like, you know what? I could do this. It's like, I mean, our culture today kind of makes it a toxic mentality, but I still think there's power in like, hey, yo, I'm not no bitch. Not saying that's what it was, mm-hmm. but that men- mentality is kind of consistent with, you know what? I'm going to just say today. It's consistent. So it's kind of hard to have us be the men that we want to be, because let's be honest, it makes us feel good to be able to say today. Yeah. It, it strokes our ego. It makes us feel like men mm-hmm. to be able to say today. So that's kind of the good and the bad, right? If we weren't able to do that, at some point we would look at ourselves and be like, yo, like, I feel like, even, even though like I'm, I'm good, I still feel like I'm not fulfilling my shoes. You know, so it's a struggle with men. I think the thing is communicating it mm-hmm. and being like, hey, yo, I'm trying to understand what you can shoulder. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And also, I think this is important too because I don't necessarily think the problem is being a superhero or overexerting yourself or always trying to save the day. I don't necessarily think it's that. But you had resentment is because you felt like she couldn't understand what you were doing and going through. So she didn't, and because of that, she couldn't insert herself. Mm-hmm. Right? So what we're looking for, at least what I'm looking for is like, hey, I'm going to be the, I'm going to wear the cape, but I want acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm a word of cape, but I want you to recognize that, right? And if you're not going to help, then show appreciation, show gratitude, right? When I'm done, when I'm done saving, say, "Hey, babe, hey, you did that. I really appreciate that." You know what I'm saying? Because then it makes guys. It, it, so that resentment that you would normally feel would probably never come because you're like okay well i'm recognized do you feel like your saving efforts are acknowledged within your relationship do i feel like my saving efforts are acknowledged in my relationship um yes right but i mean that's a loaded question but yes i do feel like that i do feel that i'm appreciated and i feel like I'm recognized and mm-hmm. I've heard verbally, hey, babe, hey, I just want to thank you for handling this. Yeah. I just want to let you know that, hey, this is how I feel about you. Just This is the overall picture of you, right? Yeah. I come to you for everything. I remember one time, bro, and Jalan, so every time I get cut by Jalan, Chanel call me over some like little stuff yep. that I can't really, I can't really fix right now, but she'll call me. And expect me to like give her a solution or something, mm-hmm. right? She calls me. I talk to her. Hang up. Zalon says, "Chanel call you for everything, huh?" She call you for everything. I say, "Yeah." She just called me for everything because she feels like I could, I could I solve that problem. Yeah. 
you know? And at first, I, and here's the thing, this is the crazy part, bro, is if you're not really in tune with like the dynamic between you and your woman, you would think that it's annoying. Mm-hmm. 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 Got to be in tune with it. And your perspective will be like, yo, it's annoying. She keeps calling me, asking me for something that I can't do nothing about. But then if you shift your perspective, bro, you, I look at it like, yo, I'm the one person that she she's wants calling to call. for anything. Yeah. Right? That's a privilege, bro. Yeah. 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 When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Privilege to be that for a woman, yeah. you know? And me as a man, I welcome that. You know what I'm saying? Because how pointless and worthless would I be if I, if my, if I had a woman and she wasn't doing that for me? So I, I do want to touch on when we even unpack it a little bit more, my resentment mm-hmm. was to not my partner, not mm-hmm. Brittany. Mm-hmm. My resentment was to my lack of vulnerability from the jump yep. to where now I can't. You mad at yourself? I've, yeah. I've I've got a bird nest in my in my fishing line now because I have I've already accumulated too much. Yeah, I gotta rewind so much now and be like, hey, well, I should have said this from the jump. Yep. Now, so now my resentment is actually at the entire situation. My resentment is at myself. My resentment is at my lack of vulnerability and everything. Now is just piled on it. Yeah. This actually has nothing to do with her. It's just that she's the beneficiary of it. She's she's the closest. She's she's resented because of proximity. Correct. If I had to put it that yeah, way, yeah. but she's not resented at all. Yeah, she's babe. Thank I love the new closet. She's grateful. She's grateful. She's got an enormous amount of gratitude towards you. Enormous. What you've done. She's, she's I'm okay. I'm so yeah. thankful that you got this new closet. Yeah. It looks great. You worked so hard to get this. Like you right. you hired somebody and you made sure it worked, babe. It's gonna be okay that the yeah, piece yeah, isn't yeah. in there. It's yeah. We can fix it in a day or two. She's it's like, no what rush. you tripping on? What you tripping for? <laughs> right. Me? Yep. I don't got no more time to be messing with this. Yeah. Literally. I got, I got to get to work. I yeah. Got you. I'm annoyed with this shit. Right I'm, now. A wor- I'm annoyed yeah. with it. I don't got no more time. It's yeah. a next, a next, another day. I got you. So it wasn't even her. It's it like was me it. to where I'm just like, you know what? It made me have to really think. We get frustrated when we got to really think. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? That's <laughs> just much, what it is. We got a capacity to think. So my, my, what I really got frustrated as... I was just like, you know what? You're not being a good partner when you're not being vulnerable to your partner about your circumstances. She said this. I said this to myself. And that's where my frustration was at. It made me think about Pastor Ray when we had him on. Shout out Pastor Ray. Right? Because check this out. Let's, Let's, again, rewind more. We live together. We're buying things together. We're doing things together. Now, Pastor Ray talks about opening up the books and being vulnerable, mm-hmm. right? That's a big part, especially when you're in that space and you're living with your partner. Now, if the books were completely open, she would have helped me make that decision on, we're not doing this today. Yeah, but, but, but that's okay, though, because it's okay for your level of intimacy not to be there yet. You know what I mean? You're still yeah, fresh and well off true. and into your relationship. You shouldn't put pressure or be disappointed in yourself or in the relationship because it's not there yet. That comes with time. 
I, and you know it, it what? comes with time, and you have to be willing to give the time time. I understand it comes with time, but if I'm a high school player and I make the jump to the NBA, and I'm in the NBA, I'm expected to be an NBA player. That's fine, that. but everyone else around that. you, <laughs> you know, everyone else around you knows you 18 though. Right, everybody knows that's I'm 18. True, a, a, everyone else right. around, everyone hey, else hey. around you know you 18, bro. Right, and everyone else around you be like, yeah, he nice, and even if he trick off, hey, hey, young. he young. Right, he, he could go to the free throw line in the playoffs and miss three free throws and still be known as the greatest of somebody. all time. Right, you know what I mean? And I and I and I understand that, but I think it's the it's the the willingness to be like, okay, how do we not have this again? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, not like a. Ah, uh, well, you know, we're young, so I'll get through it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know? So. You got to give yourself some grace, though. Yeah. Give, yourself some you grace. give yourself some give grace. Give yourself some but grace. Having awareness is important. But I got to have awareness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nobody going to put the pressure on me like me. Correct. Mm -hmm. Nobody has the ability to pressure me more than me. Yeah. So that was something that I really had to sit back and I, and I thought about. And I was just like, yo, it's no way I'm the only one that's going through this. You two, you guys are both NFL, former NFL athletes. You know, so you guys already it's already a it's already a, a unspoken pressure that's on you guys. Mm -hmm. right. It's an unspoken pressure that's on you guys to provide. I don't care what nobody say. I don't care if your bank account went to zero before. I don't care if your bank account went to zero before. It's an unspoken pressure on you guys to provide. It's an unspoken pressure for you guys to deliver. Do we? Can we think of any other particular situation where? we would have those feelings other than financial? Like, how yeah. else? I think sexually too. Oh. I think I think we would definitely have those feelings. Like, if we're not performing in bed, if we're not pleasing our women, we would have those types of, that feelings of like, ooh, like it's, I'm feeling it now. The only thing that, the only thing about, um, you know, the sexual thing is that it's only between you and her. Mm -hmm. Really, no one else knows, mm -hmm. right? The money thing, other people can find out. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. So, that's a big component of it too. But I for sure think that you know the sexual component of it, because like you really want to do. How do you address that as a man? Like, how you address what? As far as what? Like, I'm having problems with. with sure, sure. Because <laughs> I mean, like, if you come and talk to me, I'm gonna be like. Uh, when you say sexual, are you what are you, what are you speaking of? Like right. the, the the lack of desire, because there's different elements, right? It's like yeah. hey, hey yo, we're not having sex, or you're every just time not we have sex, we're talking, great. He said, you talk about performing. In this case, perf yeah, you talking about performance, right? So how you how how would you address it? I mean, we had spicy on here. She was just suggesting that you ask your partner you what, ask what your works partner. for them, yeah. so you so could tighten up your game. Sexual intimacy. You ask her, yep. hey, yo, um, you know. Get real specific, right? mm -hmm. or or ask your partner, hey yo, so yo, how do I, I tell me what you like the most, right? You have full permission to uh, coach me, right? Create an atmosphere that's not uncomfortable for both of you guys, mm -hmm. right? So then you guys could try to resolve the issue, right? But I think that the sexual aspect of uh, your relationship and the financial aspect are two things that men for sure. Uh, feel like that about so you know, it's it's interesting you say sex sex and finances are two things that's kind of i feel like that's that's yeah, what those are things the, those the attack cape. your manhood more yeah, so you yeah, gotta yeah, wear yeah. your cape a little gotcha. bit more yeah when it comes to those things yeah 
right? So when we, with those things, right? When it comes to sex, and we're talking about not performing. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when men don't perform, they try to overperform. Right. And when I say overperform, it's like, okay, well, she told me that, you know, she's not getting it. She's not she's she's not able to finish while we're doing this, you know, and she's not satisfied with it. And we talk about getting help and seeking spicy. But like there's a level of vulnerability that goes into that Mm. to acknowledge you're right. I do need help in that area. What are the steps to even get to that space for a man to get comfortable enough to say, you know what, you're right, I do need to seek help. Because should he be seeking help quietly without telling his partner? Nah. Or is this something that his partner needs to know? With that, we're talking real personal sex. It's a very intimate part of the relationship. I think that's got to be communicated. So if I'm seeking help, if I'm seeking guidance, what kind of guidance? What kind of help? From who? Where? When? Like, I feel like those are all important questions that your partner should know. And it shouldn't, I shouldn't just be coming back and, and being like, hey, this is what I learned. You know what I mean? I think your partner should be very involved. If not, in, their, in part of the process with you. You know what I mean? Like, let's make it easy. Let's have someone in here to help mediate the situation. Well, and they have to. They have to be in there. They can't, you can't they couldn't, up, do it, they couldn't, couldn't do it without her. Because, right? because um, part of the reason that you're not performing could be what you're not getting. It could be. That's true. You feel me? So that's something that both parties got to be involved in because the other person needs to know, hey, yo, maybe, maybe it's some things that I'm not doing. Yeah. Maybe, how can I help you get to the point that I need you to get to or we need to get to? You can only get to, get to that point if both of you guys take that journey together. Yep. Right? You guys can only take that journey together when you actually acknowledge that, oh, I got a problem. You get what and I'm saying? In, in this particular situation, do you think that the man is man enough to acknowledge it or does the woman typically bring that up? Because like, how do you know that you're not performing well in the bed? Somebody tells you. No, I think a woman brings it up. Yeah. <laughs> a woman like, brings it up. Somebody sure. tell you. So I do want to ask you guys this. You may or may not know, but we're talking about being a superhero here. Can you get your cape back after being told something like that? And then you begin getting help and you're open and you're vulnerable. Can you get your cape back? Can you be a superhero again in that space? It's going to sound very contradicting because you put the cape on, right? But it's in you, not on you. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. That was good. Seriously. If you're, if, if. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If you are a superhero, <laughs> and even though you have moments where you're not as superhero-esque as you've been in the past, that doesn't strip you of the actual title, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, just, you could, like, take a champion boxer, for for instance. Like, when he loses, like... Like we know plenty of champions. We know a champion specifically, right? We would never like not call him a champion. Yeah, what up, champ? What up, champ? Regardless, because that's him. That's him. He's already claimed that. He's already earned that. He's earned that right. So I think now nah, you gotta just drop your ego. You know what I mean? Get the coaching. 
and, and come back tightened up as a better superhero. But I don't believe that that ever, you, you don't lose that title, not with your woman. And if you do lose that with your woman, then you probably got other issues that, you know what I mean, you need to address before the relationship just dissipates altogether. You know what I mean? Because she should always see you as that, even in your lowest moments. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things that could go into, even under, part of underperform, right? Like, we always hear about women, like, man, I just don't feel sexy. I feel like men get to a space where they just don't feel they sexy as too. I got you. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. like you may not be in the gym like you used to be. We not at that space where we got a family and we got kids. And but does the gym make you a superhero? Nah, not necessarily saying the gym doesn't make you a superhero, but being away from the gym could be a part of your kryptonite that's debilitating you in the other areas. That's a fact. I mean, because like how you look is how you feel about yourself or it has a lot to do with how you feel about yourself. So maybe the gym is not... You know, kryptonite. But if you look in the mirror and you don't like, and you're not confident in who what you, you see, what you see, then that's going to affect the way you approach the sex with your woman, where you perform. You know, yeah. and stress and money or all those things are components of that. You know, that's another thing, right? So, like you said, you know, could you get your or could you ever get your cape back mm-hmm. sexually? Yeah, right. But you got to focus on. I think the 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 end the end goal I guess right and you got to be able to identify what is it that is holding you back so maybe you're stressed all right cool let's reverse engineer let's figure out what you're stressed about mm-hmm. okay let's get a hold of that all right because if you do if you study right there's a lot of things that could affect you sexually right there's stress like just sleep yeah there's what you eat yeah you know what I'm saying there's um you know your body fat percentage you get what I'm saying there's a lot of things there's you know Sex, actual sexual activities, so a lot of things you could do. So, you know, if you address them, I think eventually they can come back. You know what I'm saying? And, and then you could eventually be that same superhero again. So I don't think one, it's like you out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Once you... Um, you said the same shit I said. <laughs> what you said? It's in you. It's in you. It's in you. Like, like I said, it's in you. So it's nah. You. So nah. Um, but... What is it that, what are the things that you don't like, okay, about having to be a superhero or having to be the man that has it together and have it figured out and have a plan, right? How does that affect you emotionally? I would say at times it's stressful. It's stressful having to feel like you got to be that guy all the time be perfect come save the day um and I feel like if you don't do a good enough job of talking with your brothers like-minded individuals to help process those feelings um it could get overwhelming mm-hmm. you know what I mean and you could almost find yourself in a, in a low-key depression you know mm-hmm. what I mean trying to be a superhero all the time and feeling like you're not living up to your own expectations your own hype you know what I mean I could easily see how I could fall into a, a meditation space, I mean, excuse me, a depressional state of mind by having those feelings, but not feeling like I'm not doing enough mm-hmm. or I, I'm just not feeling accomplished mm-hmm. or I, it's just not working. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, part of, I think even right now in our phase in our lives being, you know, headed into our mid thirties, right? We being entrepreneurs, we could be focused on things and working on things diligently 
for weeks, months, years, 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 and be like, I don't see no progress. Mm-hmm. Now that ain't the tr- that's not the truth, and that's not the case, right? But from what you see, it's like there's no progress, and that right there for me personally could be like that is like one of the most discouraging things, and mm. that's when I feel like, like God damn, this is a lot of pressure right now. Yeah, because I'm churning these wheels. Yeah, I'm churning them. You know what yeah, I mean? Fact. And fact. and I feel like it's just like we we're in like quicksand here. You wow. know, again. Those aren't the facts, mm-hmm. but that's what it feels like. Yeah. And yeah, those are the moments I feel like those are the most stressful. Those are the feelings that it brings to me. Yeah. When it, like, it's like, yo, it's a, I feel like it's a lot of weight on my shoulders right now. Yeah. And, um, but, you know, those yeah. feelings do go away. You know what I mean? But it, it, like, it's tough. And I think those are the feelings that they, yeah. that they evoke and for me. And to even add to you for those feelings, like, we live in a very progressive place so you could be having those feelings and a question as simple as yo what's new with you oh man somebody ask you that and you almost get mad at them low key like oh man just working and they be like yo you good yeah and again speaking about reverse engineering because i feel like the superhero mentality is always go forward yeah. That's a part of it. It's always go forward. Whatever it takes to break through this wall, I'm breaking through. So I think a lot of times in that superhero space, you kind of forget that, yo, let me take a step back. Let me just sit down. Let me be where my feet are at and understand what's going on. I think to answer your question, dude, what is the the toughest thing about it? It limits your pool of people to speak to. Everybody is not in that same space that you're in. And I try to do a really good job of learning from other people without having to go through it. Um, I called a buddy of mine. He happens to be a pastor. And I was chopping it up with him. And I asked him, like, yo, man, like, how are you doing? You know, I really just want to check in on you. How you doing? And he, like, paused for a second. He was like, man, Jay, it's, it's heavy right now. And I'm glad that you asked me this because... You know, I said, man, I just want to offer a space for you to feel comfortable to be able to speak. You know, I'm sure you probably don't get it too often. And he was like, man, you know what's so crazy? He said, I do, but I don't feel comfortable Mm. with telling people what I'm going through. I don't feel comfortable with expressing what I'm going through because I don't feel like it's a space that is even going to be conducive to me saying it. I'm looked at as a certain person to some of these people that are asking, and I can't be how I'm feeling to them. So I felt the same way before. And I was just like, yo, you know what's so crazy? The same exact comfort that you give people will literally be the same demise you give them if you tell them how you're really feeling. Mm. And I I was just like, man, that's Mm. that's crazy. You know, and I'm thankful that we Mm. have spaces like this to speak because you can't express to everybody what you're going through, how you're feeling, you know, you got to kind of express it to the people who can understand it and even give you information. And that's why I brought this topic to us today mm-hmm. to speak about this, to mm-hmm. speak about the heaviness that's on us. Like, bro, I see you. You guys, when I'm when you guys come and sit in my chair and I give you guys a service, it's times where I feel the stress on y'all. I know y'all going through stuff. I just want to be an outlet for you to just be able to just exist for an hour, an hour and a half, because it's like, I know you're going through stuff. 
I know you're going through stuff not only because you're my brother, but because I'm going through stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's it's times like that, man, where who who do you who do you constantly lean on? Is there somebody you constantly lean on? You know, we're talking about being superheroes a lot in your relationship. The same exact security and comfort you give your woman. Sometimes I felt like for me, it's hard to really, really express vulnerability because the same spaces she finds security in is where I want to be vulnerable in sometimes. Mm. And that makes it real tough to communicate that. And, you know, like it's it, it, it makes it tough to communicate it because I feel like I haven't dove deep enough in finding the words and how to say it. Just like I said, when you think too much, you get frustrated. So you just be like, whatever, I'm not going to say nothing about it. I'm just not going to say nothing. Right? But I've learned, like, bro, it's so much it's so much more intimacy and being able to find the words. Yeah. I do believe in this. I do believe this. I'll say this. Start crafting the solution in the process before you just present extreme vulnerability. I do believe in beginning to craft the solution because you can't bring your girl the the problem. Mm. You could tell her how you're feeling, yep. but you can't bring her the problem. Too Not far. in the space that she finds security in. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Yeah, too much for yeah, you, know the, you know the... Um, What's the biggest lie women say? Women say, tell me anything. What's the biggest lie women women tell you? It's okay. It's okay. It's the biggest lie, it's right? Okay. What's the biggest lie men say? I'm good. I'm. Good. I don't need anything. I'm good. Yep. It's the biggest lie men tell you. It's not. It's not. I'm gonna be late. It's not. I got it. It's. I'm good. That's the biggest lie. All right. And the reason men tell you I'm good is because we're trying to be superheroes because I don't want to express myself vulnerably. I don't want to be vulnerable because I don't know how you guys are going to take it. I don't know how to express myself. I don't know how to tell you that I'm not good. All right. I don't trust you. You know what I'm saying? And I just don't know what to do. Or I don't want to stress or worry you. Or I don't want to stress or worry you, but the biggest lie men tell is I'm good, all right? So if you're watching this or listening to this right now, what you could do to help men be more open is not ask them how they're doing. If you ask a man how he's doing, he's going to say, I'm good. I'm good. Ask specific questions. Mm. So if I want to know how you're doing for real, Jalan, how's your money? Mm. You can't say, I'm good. <laughs> oh, you and Candace been having sex lately? Mm. You can't say, we good. We good. <laughs> That's real. You can't say that. You got to get real specific, bro. That's real. Have you been going to the gym lately? You got to get real specific. That's the only way men are going to open up to you. Yeah, We're not conditioned to just, because you know what I'm good is? Automation. 
Right. Right. That's automation. It's like it's like good morning. Yeah, you good morning. Yeah, it's like automation. It's like it's like an email automation. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna tell you, it's, I'm gonna kick it back every time. Yeah. I don't care how I'm feeling. That's real, dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the only way you get past I'm good is you start getting specific with the men in your life. If you're a woman and you really want to know and really want to get down to things between your men, ask specific questions. Mm. If you got homies and you really want to know what's bothering them, ask specific questions. Because if you ask. Are they good? I mean, if you ask how you doing, they're going to say they, I'm, they good because we condition that because we wear by by default superheroes, capes. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I really want you guys to take that away, man. Um, That's good. And as, as far as like handling men, right? Because we always hear about handling women, right? But it's important that we under, understand how to handle each other and for women to understand how to handle us, mm-hmm. Right. And I feel like part of that is understanding how to communicate with us and how to get our emotions. Um, you know, I don't want to say like I, like I agree. I'm not going to dump on anyone. Mm-hmm. I don't want to dump on anyone because I don't want to bring my problems to your, your doorstep. Right. But I think I can be a little bit more inviting with what's going on to kind of test if you could kind of help me with the solution or at least make my life a little easier and make me be able to deal with it. Hey, that's real right there. Asking the specific questions can help you get closer to getting to the solution. That's some real shit, dude. You know what I'm saying? No, that's real. You got to ask specific questions. That's you can't, real. You don't just, how you doing with me? And that way, and then once you, especially amongst men, right, you could really begin to get make progress in the areas where you're lacking. But you can't help me, bro, if I don't tell you what's wrong. And you may be able to help me. It may not be financial. It may be something whole. But if I'm not expressing what it is from you not asking the question, because I'm not going to come out and say it either. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's all. It's, it's very easy to avoid questions. Because, like, if, you, if I ask you a specific question, like, how's your money? You know what that does? It's a prompt. Now it's just like, are we talking about money? Oh, now, even if I talk about this money, I don't feel like I'm just divulging information that he's not ready to receive. Yep. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, like, I'm not just talking about my sex life with my woman or the problems in my marriage and my relationship because he asked me. He's opened mm-hmm. this door for me to be on, uh, to be honest now. Yep. So now we can have a conversation for which, real. Which opens the door for me to ask questions as Correct. well. Correct. And yeah. you know, the, and the other thing is, the other thing is, sometimes I can ask you a question about a specific question about what's going on with you because I really want to talk about what's going on with me. So now you're going to tell me, hey, look, let me tell you what I've been going through. Mm-hmm. Now we both getting served. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's the best way to go about it, right? But we just got to understand that, like, like how you doing? We all, we all know that how you doing is really just like, what up? Yep. Yeah. We, we yeah. understand that. Like, you don't really care about how I'm doing. Mm. Unless I see it when yeah. y'all niggas down, and be like, "Hey, yo, yeah. hey, bro, how you, how doing? you doing for real?" You trying yeah. to get through. You trying to get through this interaction. You get what I'm saying? Yep. That's just cordiality. How you doing? But that's not real. We're not intimate. You don't really care, mm-hmm. right? And if I say I'm good, I don't really care either. Oh, that's how I look at it. Mm. Man, I'm strong, dude. That's how I look at it, man. So, hey, hey look, hey, look, man. I'll be honest. The, the capes, the capes ain't on right now. No, <laughs> the, cape, nah. the capes ain't on right now, fellas. Nah. You know, I, I, this is this is this is 
extremely therapeutic. I'll just go out and say, I think for all of us, mm-hmm. you know, it's important to be able to see how other men are feeling, not just your peers. It's just important to see how other men are feeling in their household within their four walls because it gives me a safe space to know I'm not the only one going through anything. Correct. When Part of the reason why you don't speak on a lot of things is because you feel like, man, I'm the only one going through this. So, like, how would me expressing to, oh, how I feel about this is going to even going to help me? You know, first of all, I'm embarrassed to even say anything to him. But you'd be embarrassed because you don't think he's he going through it. He going through it. For sure. He probably can't wait for me to present it. We all, man, we all live a very linear life. And I feel like we try to separate each other more than what it really is. Yeah. I, we've definitely come up with solutions just because one of us came and was just like, hey, yo, like, hey, are you going through this? Hey, yo. Hey, <laughs> hey let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let's, <laughs> figure, <laughs> this, <laughs> let's <laughs> figure this out. Yeah. Let's no? figure this out. And then we come up with a solution, you know? So that's a real thing. All right. And you're right, man. It's like, we, we like sometimes, okay, honestly, bro. Not only do women look at men like superheroes, but men look at men like superheroes. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, nah, he got it figured out. He got it figured or, out. Or, damn, if he's struggling. Mm-hmm. Shit. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to hold you. Y'all some of the baddest dudes I know. I know we all go through stuff, but even as friends close, whenever you're struggling, you get out of it. Yeah. It's, not, oh, yeah. it's never like a... Yeah. So, like, like Duke said... Bro, we all kind of got that opti- I don't expect you guys to not get out of nothing. I don't think we look at each right. other to be like, I don't expect you to not get out of anything. But but see, that right there, that could almost put us in a space where I don't ask you if you need any help. Which is which is true. What, and that's what we're saying. Like th- that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like that and like th- that's the that's the side effect. So like when you say it's a double-edged sword, yeah. that's what it means. Yep. Right? So me being strong and me being resilient. And me, um, you know, understanding how to get myself out of difficult situations, right? That's a character trait. That's an honorable character trait. You understand what I'm saying? And I will. I always want to be able to have that, mm-hmm. right? And and as a friend, you always want your friend to be able to have that because that's someone you can rely on. Okay. Facts. But then at the same token, it's just like it creates this uh, this this boundary or this illusion that you know. I'm always going to be doing better than I look, mm-hmm. you know, and anytime, you know, if I'm, if I'm a firefighter and I'm trying to go hose down some houses, I'm always going to put the ones out that's on fire. Even though the inside could be collapsing, I'm probably going to attack the ones on outside that's on fire first. Facts. Right. Because to me, from the, from the outside looking in, that's those are the attention. ones that needs my attention. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's how it is. For, for men. You just never know. But I think also think it's our responsibility to do the work to learn how to communicate those 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 feelings. Yeah. Right? And and detach from this idea that we gotta always have it figured out. I believe men should be men. I believe men should be men. I wanna say that. I believe men should have some type of resilience. I believe that men should have some type of uh just toughness and just stick to it. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? 
Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Intuitiveness and learn how to figure it out and, and accountability and there should, men should bear most of the fucking hard work. Mm-hmm. I believe that, right? But I feel like as men, we got to have the discernment when when it's something that, hey, yo, right now, I just ain't got it. I don't have the bandwidth. Right now, yeah. I just ain't got it. And I am and I just I just need some help right now, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's what we need to get to. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think we, we, we have to truly understand a moment doesn't have to decipher a person's character. Correct. And I feel like we... We we do that a lot. We actually just had an entire conversation on Saturday about that with the 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 photo. The photo yep. we had a whole conversation. We don't have to really dive into it, but how we could look at somebody and let them and a moment happens and we'd be like, Oh, throw the whole person away. Oh, oh, this person is this. And it's just like let's look at the person's character, let's look at who they have been, and let's have grace for this moment. And, and and carry them through this moment. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it is a very very unapologetic unapologetic job. Um, uh, I'm more so more so, not unapologetic. It is a just being a solid man. It's not completely praiseworthy, and that's why I feel like having your partner forget the outside world. Having your partner be the one that can give you those affirmations. Mm-hmm in those moments is really what you're looking for. Forget what everybody else say. Like you can have those moments and you know, you communicate and you're vulnerable enough with your partner. They'll understand like this, this is a moment and I need to be there for them for this moment, Mm -hmm. you know, but I appreciate you guys, man. Yeah. Likewise. Likewise. Same bro. Same. Y'all my niggas, man. Yeah. Let's get the hell out of here, man. I'm saying, um, do us a favor, do us a favor. If you enjoyed this episode, Go ahead and take a photo if you're watching this on TV. Screenshot it if you're listening to it, just a podcast on the on your phone, and share it to your stories. Tag us at Nice Need the Podcast. Um, tell a friend and tell a friend to tell a friend. We got some very substantial conversations, tasteful conversations, very impactful conversations. I think can help a lot of people, and uh, we come with more fire. All right. I just want to add really quick too, just quick reminder for all our, our listeners out there. Um, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and leave us a review. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really appreciate those. Thanks. Those help our, our podcast trend in the upward direction. Um, so you guys know how we feel about that. And then also, if you're watching the show, hit us with a subscribe on mm-hmm. our channel. Absolutely. You know, um, allowing us to grow. We're trying to reach that 100,000 mark. I'm going to throw the goal out there so you guys know. Mm-hmm. We're trying to reach that 100,000 mark, you know what I mean? And we could we could really use the help of you guys that are watching um, that aren't subscribed to, 
to subscribe to our channel. So please do that and uh, join the team. Well, with that said, man, make sure you are following us on Instagram at Nice Need the Podcast on all social platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, follow myself on Instagram at Duke. Follow Jalan at just.jalan and Omar at omar.voting. And, um, and yeah, man, let us know what you thought. Leave some feedback in the comments and we will see you next time. I'm Duke. I'm Omar. I'm Jalan. This is another episode of Nice and Neat, and that's that on that. Peace. I'll be the one to take the risk to go and get them bands. I'll be the one to never sit and go and make a plan. Knowing my mother getting old and I don't got no time. Gotta keep a couple for the road, the rest get left behind. Yeah. To the hunters, pledge allegiance, I stand. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.